0: The reason I say that is for people to understand that, particularly with medicine, let's talk about doctors, getting into medical school is an extremely hard thing to do. And oftentimes when you get in, the majority of people don't get into one school, then get into another school, then get into another school, then get into another school. Most people get in and they feel like they're lucky to get in, right?
1: Welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show with Jonathan Jones, Here, you will learn how to start, launch, and monetize your podcast. In addition to hearing the latest trends and the latest and greatest things happening in the podcast industry. Are you ready? Family, are you tired of spending money and dollars trying to find the perfect recorded sound audio to enhance your podcast? Well, look, I'm going to save you some time, and I want to introduce you to Audio Hero, all right? They have professionally recorded music and sound effects with a library of over 300,000 songs, which are royalty-free, that music, in addition to sound effects. So I'm going to drop a link just down below in the show notes to where you can take full advantage of the monthly plan or the annual plan. And they're willing to take 30% off on the monthly or 50% off on the annual plan all right so what you need to do is click the link just down below and type in jjs 30 to take advantage of the 30 percent off plan or just type in jjs 50 to take advantage of the 50 percent off plan from our friends over at audio hero now back to the episode what's going on family and welcome to the your podcast mentor show and this is your number one source for podcast news podcast how to's and also interviews and man we the record button wasn't pressed yet i had to press it i said we can't talk anymore about podcasting uh without letting the people hear and getting in the room so today we have an exciting guest i'm i'm excited to welcome dr darko he's a board certified general surgeon he he also has a top 100 uh, apple top 100 podcast and the list goes on and on and on and on but Doc, talk talk to me. How how we feeling? How are we feeling?
0: Man, Welcome. Mr. Jones, I'm feeling good. I'm doing excellent. I'm really excited I'm on your show, fam. I'm glad that you made some time for me so I could fit in on your on your esteemed show. Um, I'm just I'm hot, man. And I'm up. Let's do this, man. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> oh, I I love it. I love
1: it. So talk talk a little bit just about Well, I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance just to give give, give your snippet on who you are. Because I mean, I know I gave a little a, a little thumbnail, but I, I want you to j- just give your snippet. And man, we're gonna dive in talking about podcasting, talking about what you've done in this industry. And, you know, talking about how people can really get get out this box, man. So so talk talk to me, talk to me.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So um, everyone, I'm Dr. Nee. Um, host of Docs Outside the Box podcast show. Yo. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, that's where we're at. And the podcast is about highlighting ordinary doctors who are doing really extraordinary things with their lives out- outside of the hospital. We talk about outside of the clinic. And um, we also talking about, you know, how to really activate your mission, like what you really want to do in life by really focusing on how you can handle your money. So we're talking about student loan debt. We know that's an issue for people. Uh, we talk about investing. Um, and then we also get into like the, the mindset. Like how can we get people more into the growth mindset? And we've been doing this show since April of 2016, um, putting it out. And for a long time, I've been half-stepping on it. i trying to manage that between my clinical uh, side of work, which, you know, I I, I work as a trauma surgeon. Um, but lately I've been going full-fledged 100% into this um, so it's a great opportunity for people to listen to how doctors think. Um, but it's not just for doctors. And um that's what I'm here to do, to let people know that doctors are more than just doctors. Um people in the healthcare field are more than just folks who could just be focused in the healthcare field. So um we talk about a whole bunch of things and I'm just super excited, bro, to be here with you.
1: Yeah, man, because it was what, twenty eighteen, I think. We 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 met at uh, yeah in Philly yeah okay yeah. That, that is twenty eighteen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. twenty eighteen in Philly because I, I was able to meet you there. Uh Who else did I meet in Philly? In Philly, I met Doctor Barry, who speaks highly, yeah. who speaks yeah. extremely highly of you, and yeah, he's talented. Yeah, man, Doctor Barry is a content <laughs> machine. Dude, <laughs> he talented man, talented man, yeah. and his it, it's yeah. just he's na like he naturally like if you're around him, he just is like somebody who's just naturally just calm and you just see him and you just trust him. Like he's just trustable. He's just lovable. He's just, he's that guy. When I met him in 2018, I was like, follow him around and we just went through the same sessions. But yeah, I I just want to let you know I met. uh, So Dr. Barry speaking highly of
0: you. And Dr. Derek Burgess also speaks very highly of you as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's another uh, amazing uh, orthopedic surgeon who just started podcasting. And, um, you know, I, I oftentimes tell people like, you know, when when people say that I inspired them to do stuff, I'm like, the reason I I get really positive about that, because I'm just the average podcaster. you know, I'm just, I'm just, I just podcast about what I do, but you just mentioned Dr. Barry and you mentioned Dr. Burgess, and I'm sure you could see there's something extremely special about those two people. And I think that's the dope part about podcasting is, is it's not about following the person who you listen to. It's really about just creating a show that you yourself want to hear. And then from there, like your talents will grow because you're really selling yourself. Right. And if you try to be like somebody else, people can sniff that out in a minute. You know, it's not going to grow. And if you're just yourself and who you are and, you know, pause when you normally pause and make the mistakes that you normally, mistake, that you normally make mistakes at and just embrace who you are, you'd be surprised at how successful you can be within the podcasting space.
1: Yeah, and 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 I I think that's the part that a lot of people miss. And and I mean that 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 goes all all across the board because, you know, with with the Instagram filters and being able to crop certain stuff and take stuff out and edit this and edit that. It's like, no, just just, just that that honestly, that's why I don't edit a lot of my show. I give you the intro, I give you the outro. I don't do much of that editing cuz I want to just roll. I want to normalize it for people. I'm I'm a normal person. I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to stutter. And that's just what it yeah, is. Man. People are so, people
0: not, people not, you know, not looking for perfection anymore, right? Like we started at what, 20, almost 30 years ago with reality TV. And we started realizing that people mm-hmm. just want to see folks who look just like them uh, or maybe in, even in a worse situation <laughs> than they are and just be like, at least I ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, you start to realize also that we don't trust institutions anymore, right? Whether it's the government. Or banks or whatever it may be. So that's like the reason why like a Joe Rogan like is one of the best. It is is the best podcast out there. And to some extent, a lot of oh, people damn, get their damn. information from him. I'm not saying it's correct. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that people don't trust the institutions that we believed in anymore. And if you look at it from an abstract view, like people don't want to rock with like people who are well uh, verse, they speak extremely well, and they talk and give you this type of Instagram facade that we don't want anymore. We want the real thing. And I think that's the reason why someone like you know Joe Rogan kills, right? is because he gives people his version of the truth in a way that is very common and people like that. Whether I don't agree with everything he says, there's very little I agree with him, but you can't front that he ain't effective. And I think that's just indicative of who we are as people, so one of the things when I coach people about starting a podcast, they will like the first like five or six or even ten or fifteen episodes. They want to be so perfect. I'm like, if people wanted to come in and listen to a TED talk, they would go listen to a TED talk. Or if people wanted perfection, they just turn on a the TV. They're not trying to hear that from a damn podcast. Like they want to hear what you think. They want to hear how you talk. So just be cool with it. Make the mistakes. You'll be alright. Mm, yeah, that's real. God, that that's so real.
1: Because just just going back to what you said about Joe Rogan. He has his perspective as polarizing as whatever they might be, but he's letting you know his, his line in the sand. And then some people agree with it. Some people don't, but it's clear. It's not like, uh, I think that I kind of, maybe it's like, no, this is what I think. And it is what it is. So you accept it or reject it. And just like you said, that that's allowed him to to, to move forward and and really progress. And, and, and think, thinking about him, (sighs) let's just talk for a second about about this podcast money right okay he he got his money we're not going to talk about him getting his money but but what we're talking about offline and i want to i want to bring the people in on this one and 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 what 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 i was saying is i feel that there's a big split in the podcasting industry (laughs) right because people are used to being able to listen to content on demand and it's for and it's it's traditionally it's been free in terms of the podcast now they add subscriptions and stuff like that but then on the other side of it there's the the podcast host there's the talent and they're in a position where i'm like they should be getting some compensation but then on the other side some people like no i want more content i should get everything for free what's your thoughts on that dr Nee? what's your thoughts
0: so i got three thoughts so You know, I think the way how people look at, so yes, putting out podcast content or any type of content for the most part on the internet is free, right? Outside of streaming and, you know, outside of going to the movies, everything that we consume now from the internet is free. And I do think that there is a sense of, um, yeah, there's a sense of kind of like this entitlement that the audience has, right or wrong, whichever way you sit on it, that's kind of how how we feel. The two issues that I think that are happening right now is you got folks who are kind of tipping the scales, particularly within the podcast realm. So people think that, yeah, like if Joe Rogan gets a hundred million dollars or whatever, a hundred billion, a hundred million dollars that that money, or at least there's more of that money that's spread across all podcast listeners. And like, to be very frank, Mm -hmm. only like what? Mm -hmm. A small percentage of 1%, maybe even less than that, obviously, is getting that huge pot of money, right? So your average podcaster is probably not making money, any money whatsoever. And it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy to record each episode. It takes the time to edit each episode. It takes time to find guests who can, you know, create you know, like a really fun environment for people to come on the show. So, I think that we're going through a, a process where like we are becoming more and more and more mature with podcasting and there's going to be a lot of changes. I wish the easy answer would be that we had like a YouTube version of for podcasting where, you know, you have one app where you can literally create content and then people can consume content and also within that realm you can also get paid from that, right? So on YouTube you can create your content on the app and then you can also, people can review your content and then you can also get paid through AdSense, right? So that you're getting a certain amount of money all the time. Whereas in the podcast realm, like we still trying to figure this out. It's so scattered. We're mm-hmm. all in different silos and you'd be surprised. People will be listening to their favorite podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts that are not mainstream and you are like, yeah, like he probably should get something or she should get something. So oftentimes you'll see me like I'll be donating to like Patreon accounts so that I can get some behind the scenes um, information or just I'm just like, you know, I just want to support this person. I'll buy this person coffee. So, you know, I think it's a tough situation. I don't have all the answers. I do think that there is this special relationship with having free content out there. I do think that there's that special relationship, but also at the same time. And listen, more and more people are, are consuming our shows, more and more people are watching TV on YouTube. And, you know, there's got to be some form of fashion that we can get some type of monetization so that we can continue this. Because I think obviously we as a society, you know, we're rejecting regular TV, you know, or we're rejecting cable TV and we want content on our own terms, but also at the same time, it's going to cost something. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's my thoughts on it. So I ain't got to answer for you. <laughs> that's the long word. <laughs> I got to answer for you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I think
1: that definitely makes sense, and I I, I definitely agree agree with what, what you shared. And I also was just thinking about this as I was listening to you. Is in part now, yeah. I think that it's our duty to begin to train our audience, and and th- this is why this is why I say that because some of us, for for me, right, I train. I'm the goal is to train my audience to help them understand. And as they're listening to my show, if they're my ideal client, then come on in here and get some more of this, right? If you're my ideal client, you're enjoying what you're getting. You can get so much more on the mentorship side. So there, there, there's going to be some things I'm going to start shifting a little bit to where making that more clear. But on the other side, I think as a society, we need to understand just like my parents told me when I was mm-hmm. younger, your parents might have shared this with you, but nothing in life is free. Like we, we want to say, yeah, the content is free, but it's costing somebody energy. It's costing somebody time. And for some of us, it's costing us to pay, you know, the hosting fees and different things like that. So audience out there, I want you all to understand. OK, the content that, <laughs> that Dr. Nee produces is not free content. Oh, yeah. OK, oh, yeah. it costs him something. Right. The content I'm producing, it costs us something. So leave a comment somewhere. All but right? you, just, so you write right there. So that's
0: the key right there. So that's I think that's a key thing for the audience to understand. Like you can you can provide um, remuneration. I'll leave it like that. You can pro- provide remuneration in so many different ways whether it's a comment, whether it's a a review, hopefully for you, Mr. Jones, they're hooking you up with five-star reviews or, you know, leaving you, you know, some type of monetization. But this is a back and forth type of relationship, right? Like this is very different than TV or even radio because they're not really checking for you, right? Outside of you calling in to your local radio station to say, Mm -hmm. hey, like, did I win this free thing? That's it. they're not really listening to what your thoughts are. Whereas with podcasting, What I put out there is directly proportional to what the people like and what they don't like. And oftentimes the content that I create is based off of the feedback that y'all have to say. So y'all, like out of any medium between YouTube and podcasting, like the listeners and the audience really has control, really has say as to what you're going to get out of there. So that's why I think it's important. Like whether you leave me good feedback or some feedback, at least I know you care. And I think that's where really good podcasters are able to connect with the audience by letting them know, hey, listen, the, you, you right there, the one who's listening right now, you got a say in this. What's your thoughts? What you think? Come on, hook me up, right? But you don't get that in radio. You don't get that in TV. Um, so I think the really good podcasters are able to develop that type of relationship. And it takes time, bro. It takes a lot of time, um, particularly like someone like me. I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. Um, but it's um, it's something that uh, I enjoy Um, because when you get that feedback, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's good or bad, you're like, yo, this person took the time. I love it. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I was, I was going to ask you, how, how have you connected with your, with your listeners that like thus far? Like, is there any, any strategy where you've seen it to be beneficial You're like, oh, wow, this
0: worked. Like I might need to do this again. Yo, text messaging shockingly was something that I didn't think was going to work, but it's worked. So, you know, during my shows now we just say, Hey, if you agree with what I have to say or what me and my co-hosts have to say, go ahead and text us and let us know your thoughts. And it's a really easy way for someone, a really easy and non-committing way to just participate in a show. I'm just going to text this, this phone number and just say, you know, whatever I got to say. And then we know exactly what's going on. So we tell people, text this number, let us know what you think and go from there. And then we can use that in a feedback show later on, um, or at least let people know what's going on. So i that's the way in which we're doing it right now. As I said earlier, like I am 100% jumping into this and we're trying to figure out a way that's the most economical and easy way to do the show live also. So that if someone is, you know, if I'm talking and so forth, we can communicate and see if someone leaves a comment and just say, Hey, you know, X, Y, and Z said this about the show. Thank you so much. And just communicate. So it's just, it's really just kind of thinking outside the box on ways that we can engage with the audience. um, And also realizing, to be honest with you, this show is not really about, it's about y'all, you know, and I can tell you so many different ways about how I think, but if you're not downloading and you want something? You guys got to let me know. You guys are the final, final say on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love that. The, the texting. You're right. That is. It's easy because they're probably listening to the podcast on their phone more than likely, right? That's what surveys and stats and stuff like that uh, typically show. So, man, I, I think that's yeah. That's, that's a little little hack, little hack for us for the
0: people, yeah, for the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank my wife. She came up oh, with the idea. okay.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Shout, shout mm-hmm. out. Shout out. Shout out. Um. You you you
0: said that you you might it for a feedback episode. What what what's a feedback episode? Talk about that. So I got this idea from the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I don't know if you listen to them. It's a dope podcast. They've been podcasting for at least seven years now. Oh, longer than that actually. And what they do is they have such an engaged audience that they have like two or three so far. And just so you know, they put out like twenty four hundred or twenty five hundred episodes. Um, They don't play. And, you know, literally every Friday or every Saturday, they have an episode where they're reading all of the comments from either their their reviews um, or from their live feeds or from people who are texting them or from people who are leaving voice messages for them. And they read it and then they just respond. So basically, they allow a certain portion of their content to be produced by their audience. And in some form or fashion, it allows the audience to feel like, hey, I'm a part of this show and I'm directing what these folks are going to speak about. And like, tell me when you see that on TV. You don't, right? As a matter of fact, TV is copying what we do, right? And um, I think that's dope. I think that's a really good idea on their part. So Wow. And you said that was the Black Guy Who Tips podcast? Oh, yeah. The Black Guy Who Tips. So I think you would really like that podcast. It's really good. (laughs) The, the the title already has me locked in. I'm like, <laughs> tip. I want to find out more. <laughs> it's 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 um something I wasn't expecting, but it's about. It's really about. Um, just comedy. It's about nerds. Um, they like review like different like scientific shows, like science fiction shows, and then they talk about pop culture, COVID. They talk about racial issues. Um, and as a matter of fact, actually, the lead host just got signed on to be a writer for Bomani Jones's new show, Game Theory. That's how serious that show is. Wow. Well, I mean, twenty
1: four hundred episodes that 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 shows you the dedication in itself. Because if, I mean, if you put out a hundred plus episodes. I'm impressed, especially if the fact of you haven't like found a way to be able to monetize in some way, shape, or form, because that's it's pure passion. So, you know, 2400, that's that's a total, you know, total, total different ball game. How many, how many episodes, how many episodes are you, yeah. uh, how many episodes are you and Dr. Anae with uh Docs
0: Outside the Box? Right now, we just finished recording 277. So, um, And that's over six years. And Mm -hmm. that's how like the first year we put out like 19 episodes. And then the next year we put out like 30. And then so we are at a point where we're putting out a week uh, episode every week. And that's not enough. Actually, I'm at a point where I need to be putting out like two episodes a week, maybe even more just because we want to keep up. We want it to be a show where, you know, we're talking about the the basics. Right. But also at the same time, we want to be able to keep up with the news cycle but from our perspective, also. Um, so, we want to be at the point where on a yearly basis, we're actually around like 100 to 150 episodes a year. So, you know, we have ramped that up. I think we're actually on pace to hit 100 episodes. Um, so, we're not playing, you know, we're going after it and it's really fun. And I think for the people who are listening right now, I think the biggest thing I always tell people like, if you are on the fence of starting a podcast right now, um, is always think about creating the show that you have wanted to hear. You always wanted to hear and go from there. And that's always been my, my guiding light is what type of show would I want to, if I see it on my podcast, uh, directory, which show would I really want to listen to? And I've gone through multiple iterations and I'm still iterating right now, but that's always been my guiding light.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's genius. Because at the end of the day, if you if you put out a product that you wouldn't even want to hear <laughs> yourself, I think that's a I think it's just it's just time to, you know, unplug the microphone. It's just time to put the phone or the headphones or whatever away and just, you know, just 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 hang, hang your hang your microphone up in the rafters, man.
0: Right. Just, and but that goes with people who if you if you are inspired by someone else's podcast and then you try to copy their podcast, eventually you're gonna be like, Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to listen to this anymore. But if you do it on your own, on in your own way. And you're proud of it. You be like, man, let me just listen to how fat I sound. I know, I, I know, I, I know, I put out some gems out there. You know, you may not want to listen to the whole thing. You may even hate your voice, but just you know that you created a show that you really like. And I've been there. Like, I can't stand my voice even to this day, right? But there are times when I'm like, man, I really Dr. Renee, she ain't got nothing for me, man. Like, I, <laughs> I came with a vengeance on this episode or this other guest. He wasn't ready, you know. And then there's times when I'm not too psyched about an episode, and I'm like, man, I don't want to hear this. Let me, let me skip this. That's what I know, you know. Mm,
1: yeah. I mean, the one so so like one 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 thought I often have is it's kind of in a sense comparing this to like a sport, if you will, because there, there's gonna be another episode, right? And we have the opportunity to prepare and we can do we can do a scouting report before we get our guest, or you know, we can put our notes together or whatever we need to do to make sure that it's the best possible episode that we can produce or the best content. That we can produce, and if we don't prepare, it's going to show. It's going. I don't care how advanced somebody is. Like, there's some people that can just hop on, just do the interview, and you know it'll be cool. But if they really sit and think about, it, they're probably like, I could have did a little bit better. I could improve here. I could improve there. So it's just, you know, just taking the time to invest in what you want to get out. That's that'd be what so, I'd
0: say. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan, mm-hmm. I agree with you a hundred percent. I also will piggyback on it and let people know that it takes time. Like you, it's not like, like inert time though. Like it takes the time of doing it over and over and over and over again. So I tell people like podcasting, you could look at podcasting, like the football, like the NFL football playoffs, or you could look at it like the NBA playoffs. And what I mean by that is within football, it's one and done, right? Like, you have to be perfect on your on the games, and that's it. If you get it wrong, you're going home. And then if you get it right, you move on. But it's not like that in NBA or even NHL, right? There's a seven game series. So you have, in order to get better, it's going to take time. You may be bad at game one, but you're good at at game two, game three. You may have a misstep on game four. You're hitting again, game five, six, and seven. And in order to be a good interviewer, in order to be a good podcast host, you got to just keep doing it over and over and over again. So when I tell people, particularly people I coach, I'm like, listen, um, like you don't like over the past like three months, you've only had like, three episodes out. What's going on? Oh, well, you know, I'm still editing this episode. And it's like, you don't, it doesn't work like that. Like you can't be perfect. And your best episode, the episode that gives you the most value or gives your listeners the most value is the one that you just released. So if you haven't released an episode in, in, in three months, and you're holding on to this perfect, po- this perfect podcast episode, why? Right. They're going to consume it and they're going to move on. So that's what I mean by like, you just got to keep putting out content and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. That's why Dr. Barry, he's like really good. Like his podcast has improved so much because he's just been like, you know what? I'm going to double down on putting out more episodes. I don't have to be perfect, but at the same time, I'm just going to be putting out a system where each and every day I'm putting out better and better and better content and I'm interviewing better. So for the folks that are listening, man, this comes with literally doing this on a very consistent basis and realizing that. Yeah, if I make a mistake, it's all good. I'm gonna learn from it, but I'm gonna move on. But trying to be perfect, man, like them for the birds, man. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna you're gonna make it if you're trying to be perfect, man.
1: Yeah, you definitely definitely not gonna make it. But uh, just just speaking speaking about consistency, and you know, you've been consistent. How, how has your how has your podcast benefited like your your business? Because just yeah. like you said before, you know, you got over here, you got the trauma surgeon, and now over here, you got doc, docs outside the box. So how how has this
0: podcast it benefited your business so it's benefited the business really good but it's also benefited me as a person even more and i i don't know if anybody knows if they're familiar with the medicine world the medicine world is extremely conservative it is one of the when i say conservative not in a po- 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 excuse me not in a political way but just in a just a generic conservative, almost like a baseball type way, right? Like, you know how people, we want people to swing their bats and then flip the bat afterwards. And, you know, you may get a ball thrown at you afterwards and so forth. Like, it's like that. There are these code of ethics. There's these unwritten rules in medicine that, you know, we still go by. And I think that kind of hampers us individually as physicians, as nurses and what have you. And I think the thing for me is particularly if you're not from a uh, majority background, if you're from a neighborhood like me, if you're from a background, like, us, um, you sometimes may feel like you are an uninvited guest into medicine. And as a result, you may feel hesitant to speak up. You may feel hesitant to express yourself. You may be hesitant to speak the way how you normally speak, i.e. code switching, right? So the whole point of my show is to show that, hey, I followed all of the rules board certified trauma surgeon. I can take care of someone who's been shot, stabbed. I've operated on a heart before. I've done all these different things, but I'm still going to talk the way how I normally talk. And I'm going to still keep it real with you the way how I normally keep it real with you. And I'm also going to let you know that when you follow all the rules, actually what that does is that neuters you from being able to say no, from being able to truly express who you are. You got to play the game but you can't exactly be, you know, be played also at the same time. So I think from a personal enrichment standpoint, that's really done a lot of, um, it's really helped me a lot from a business standpoint. There weren't that many people in medicine who were podcasting like I was. And then all of a sudden we had this huge amount of people who jumped on. And now, unfortunately, I think we're seeing a lot of people leave. We're getting a huge attrition. And as a result, you know, I think advertisers, sponsors, people who want to collaborate are seeing that we are being consistent, right? I think one of the best things is we never went viral. Because I think if you go viral, then as a result, you try to repeat that virality. And as a result, you start to make content that's only to get viral and you get burnt out. Whereas if you are consistently making content that you want to listen to, then other people will be like, six years deep, this guy's still making episodes, they're still having fun and so forth. So from a monetary standpoint, you know we've been able to get really good sponsors, really good relationships. But also the other thing too is realizing what my weaknesses and strengths are. So my week, my strength is content creation, coming up with ideas to talk about, have fun about. My wife's biggest strength is she's really good at project management. She's really good at professional development. And she's really good at being like a business manager i.e. she knows how to talk to people about money. I don't know how to do that. I'm extremely emotional about money. Whereas with content, boom, let's make it. I know exactly what we're going to talk about. We just finished talking about me going to Ghana and then arriving in the United States Monday morning and seeing all this Chris Rock stuff and talking about, have you ever felt like you want to slap a superior, right? Like we just have fun with it and make these things go go on, right? Man, I, I, I love- you, you don't see the correlation? Come on, Mr. Jonathan, you see the correlation, that. right? <laughs> I mean,
1: it's so it's well. I'm 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 laughing because the fact of how many memes I've seen about that since, and I knew I knew the internet was gonna go nuts. But one, well, one, Will did him one of the biggest favors ever because his ticket sales went from forty six dollars to like they jumped up like three hundred dollars. Yeah, and they've sold more like two thousand,
0: four thousand
1: they they sold more they sold more tickets the day after that happened than in the previous month for his for his stand up tour
0: yeah man yeah man i you know and uh oh, man so i'm a big chris rock fan I'm also a big Will Smith fan and I'm old enough to see, to know both of their trajectory, right? Like I'm born 78. So I remember Chris uh-huh. Rock like being the heir apparent to Eddie Murphy and failing on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, man, this guy's corny, right? Because you just compare him to Eddie Murphy. But then you remember when he came back with Bring the Pain, you're like, that was it. He hit it to the, to the world. So I remember seeing that. And then same thing with Will Smith. Like, I remember parents just don't understand. I remember I could fight Mike Tyson. And then I also remember him winning the Grammys. And I remember growing up in New York City and I was like, wait, how he won a Grammy? You know, like, I just remember listening to the real, you know, listening to hip hop and like, wait, how did he win a Grammy? And I was like nine or 10 and I knew the difference. And then him blowing up. So I really appreciated both. And um, I thought it was really sad, but also at the same time, it's like, dude, like, it's really important, like you said, to understand that, you know, you ever seen Godfather, Sonny?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like
0: how Sonny had that temper and everybody knew that temper to the point where he was he, he was able to be controlled. Right. So it was almost like, you know, Will Smith's temper or Will Smith's what he did, you know, ended up being a positive for someone else. Although overall, I think it was just a bad look, you know, for everyone. You know, like you said, you know, Chris Rock is definitely going to get more views. And more people come into his show, but overall, I left a bad taste in my mouth because I've seen both of their trajectories.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, what 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 I've said about it, and I haven't said anything publicly, but what I've said about it is, I can understand why he did it, just seeing you know some previous stuff that's happened with their family. But at the same time, I still don't, I, I still don't agree. I, I still don't agree with it, and I, I think that's just one of the things that uh, a lot of people need to be aware of. In their respective industries right content creators trauma surgeon like wherever somebody is you don't know all of the things that a person is dealing with you don't know what they're facing so we have to we have to be very very careful because i mean will smith for god's sakes it seems like this man is everywhere and like my wife said he's always been on he did the thing with national geographic he did the thing where he was Showing himself with the big stomach, he did stomach, he did Aladdin, and he did all of these things. And he was one of the producers for Bel Air. Like, and he's a father and he's a husband and all of these things. And it's like I told my dad, I said, I feel like he was at a point to where he was almost due for a like
0: for a break. And he broke. He broke. It kind of goes down to like almost like Will Smith is an institution. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith is like an institution. And Mm. you watch that, and if you believe so much, like inevitably, you know, people who we see on TV, we think they're charmed, but they're just as flawed as we are. And they're people just like we are. And I was hurt when that occurred because I really, I read his book. I appreciated the candor in which he shared things. I was never one of those people who were like, man, like, You know, what he's doing doesn't make much sense, although I didn't agree with some of the, you know, like the way how he runs his family. I don't know if I agree with everything in that, but I'm going to leave that for another time. But I just felt like, you know, I just felt like what you were saying, like I felt like there's just if you read his book, you'll understand the the weight of people pleasing. Right. We all have a sense of people pleasing. And then you throw on top of that the fact that he becomes this megastar and in some form or fashion, his height or his trajectory with becoming a megastar it has a lot to do with his ability to people please. And like you said, it becomes extremely heavy to carry this over and over and over again. Then you throw on top of that the, the want to to air his family issues out on TV. And then this is the result, you know, as as a result. I'm not saying that he's deserving of it, but it's just like, this is kind of what happens. And then you throw on the other side with Chris Rock, it's just like, words matter. I'm not saying that he knew or he deserved it. I'm just saying that words matter. So at the end of this last episode I did with my wife, like, you know, in medicine, you know, medicine is very hierarchical. It's very conservative. People treat other people like crap mainly because they were treated like crap. And they feel like that's the best way to train other people is to make sure that you're nervous, to make sure you're on edge. And that's the way you're going to do it. And if you get through, welcome to the fraternity or the sorority. And I hope you treat others like that. Right. And um, that's incorrect. And that's wrong. So a lot of times, like you, just to what you said, you don't know what people are dealing with, right? Training someone in a way that they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth. You don't know how this person is going to respond. You don't know what this person is dealing with. You know, so I, I, we left it with a cautionary tale of people, like, it's really important to inspire. It's really important to respect. And it's really important to command respect as opposed to demanding respect. And, um, you know, with the, with, when you bring it back to Chris Rock, as well as with Will Smith, You know, I just feel like, you know, what people are saying on social media really is a projection of how they feel about things as opposed to really telling what's going on. People are talking about, you know, how people, how women feel about their hair and all these different things. It's like, you really think Will Smith was thinking about all that stuff in the two seconds or three seconds that he changed his mind? I don't think so, you know. (coughs) Excuse me. But either way, it's, it's, you know, there's just so many different things. And I think we in general, we as a public have to really have a reckoning with how we look at violence and the trauma that we have in our own lives and how we project certain things. Oh, if that was me, I would have done X, Y, and Z. Or you can't talk to my wife like that. You're going to get dealt with. It's like, guys, we we or women, we got a lot of things that we just got to work through. We need to all see therapy in some form of fashion, you know? Wow. First of
1: all, that that connection that, that you made with the people-pleasing, that makes, it, ma- it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And I'm going to, and I'm going to circle that back to like what you're saying about just doctors being in an industry or being in a profession that is very conservative. Why why is it that, that you why is it that you feel that there aren't as many doctors or let me let me rephrase that? Well, let me just say it like this. Why don't you think more doctors podcast? Because because I mean, this is this is individuals that we want to hear more from. These are individuals that we don't know what's going on in some of y'all's heads. So so why, why, why is it that, you know, there there are so there,
0: they may be hesitant or there aren't as many that there could be. So just I'll just start off by saying the the people who so if you're if you're looking through TikTok and you see a doctor participating in in TikTok or participating on a podcast or participating on a YouTube channel, just know that that's an extremely small minority of doctors who are out there doing that and just know that a lot of them you got to give them props. And being brave, because a lot of them, uh, including myself, when you put out content and other doctors or other people know, like they give us a hard time. Right. Um, So the reason I say that is for people to understand that, particularly with medicine, let's talk about doctors getting into medical school is an extremely hard thing to do. And oftentimes when you get in, the majority of people don't get into one school, then get into another school, then get into another school, then get into another school. Most people get in and they feel like they're lucky to get in. Right. So you already got to start at that point. Then when you get into medical school, there's always this feeling. It's the look to your left, look to your right. That person is probably not going to finish school with you, right? You're always constantly under that mentality. Then when you finish medical school, then it's time to train for your specific specialty. That's when you go to residency. Going into residency is a, is a process called the lottery system, where you literally go and interview at a hospital or at a program, and that's if they grant you an interview. You can apply literally to 30 programs and only get like one interview. Right. You interview at that program, and then that hospital ranks you on a rank list. And then you rank that hospital or rank those different places. You put it into a computer system, and then the computer system does this. And it says, You either matched at this place or you didn't match at this place. Either way, when you get there, you feel like you are lucky that you matched. And if you didn't match, it is extremely hard to find a program where you can that'll accept you and let you do the specialty that you want to get in. Once you get in from that standpoint, there's always this feeling of, bro, you could be replaced. You could be replaced like tomorrow. Literally, it's still like that. So if you see what I'm saying, like you're constantly beat down trying to either get into medical school, finish medical school, get into residency, and then finish residency. Now you think it's going to be really hard to kind of shift that direction and start saying that, you know what, I want to kind of just, you know, do things on my own right because you feel like if you do things on your own or if you do things differently or if you do things out of the box, yo they're just going to yank my card. They're going to pull my card and say you got to get out of here. Right? And then it's really hard to get your colleagues to open up just the same way that you may want to open up on TikTok or wherever social platform it may that it may be. So that's why medicine has a long way with, you know, making sure that we're we're creating safe spaces for people who want to communicate in very non-traditional forms, i.e., what we're doing right now. And I think that we're in a better place in 2022 than we were in 2016, than where, than where we were in 2010. Um, I think that, you know, as we continue to, you know, podcasting continues to explode and, you know, all the different ways on social media continues to explode, what it does is it allows people who are normally marginalized to feel much more comfortable with their voice and getting their voice out there. If you come from an underrepresented background, yeah, me podcasting about doctors who are doing extraordinary things outside of medicine. Prior to podcasting, what other where was I going to be able to talk at? Where was I going to fit at the table? I'm not the normal person who would get a seat at the table in medicine to kind of speak my truth, or I'd be laughed off the stage. But if when I have a podcast, you can't shut me down. So that's why I think it's really important to double down on these arenas, because what it does is it allows people who normally don't get a seat at the table to really get a voice. And that's why on my show, I really make it a point to focus on other underrepresented minorities, to focus on LGBTQ, to focus on all of these different people who normally don't get a seat at the table and say, hey, yo, come here. You got a voice. Let's talk about X, Y, and Z. But also at the same time, we don't necessarily highlight um, certain issues that much. We just kind of speak from a perspective and we let people understand it. So we rarely talk about like black issues, like these are black issues, or these are LGBTQ issues. We just speak like this is normal and that's it, right? Like you ever seen it's insecure. How often do they mention the term black on that show? They don't, right? It's just, this is our normal lives and you can choose to watch it on HBO or you can't, or you don't. But the majority of people are watching it and it's a successful show. So I feel like once you start to say certain things, it gives people the opportunity to be like, oh, that's just the black opinion or that's just the LGBTQ plus opinion. So we don't mention it and we don't give people an opportunity to just kind of marginalize it, marginalize marginalize us. We just speak our truth and you can tune in or tune out if you want to.
1: Mm, man, that's so that's so good. Dr. Darko, that's so good. I'm just going to piggyback on the last part of what you said. Because it, it really resonates with me because of the fact that just change overall and movement overall, especially when we talk about just, you know, marginalized communities. And I'm going to specifically just speak about Black here just in this, in this brief thought. But looking back at civil rights movement, the way that the, the tide actually began to shift it included all communities, yes, right? you see white people, you see black people, you see all people of all different races and genders uh back then so i think I think that's one thing that people also need to just begin to understand as well because if you say this is a black thing, then you' you're you're immediately canceling out some people who could be your biggest advocates, your biggest supporters you know in in whatever way
0: i hundred totally agree with you on that, and it's really just a version of the American story it's just that Like you said, it just happens to be told from black voices or whatever, you know, marginalized community is. It's the American story. You're just hearing it from a different perspective. So, you know, when Black Panther comes out, this is the American story. It's just that it just happens to be an all black cast. Right. And it doesn't mean that it's any different than, you know, Captain America story or what have you. It's just it's from this perspective and we should all embrace it because it's important. And I think that's part of the frustrating part too, when we talk about advertising dollars in the content creation realm and so forth, that it really is hard, you know, when you are, when you're part of an underrepresented group, you know, to continue to get those advertising dollars, to continue to get people to, you know, take you seriously so that they can invest in you so that you can get better equipment. You can focus more time in putting out content creation. Yeah, it's a dog eat dog, you know, reality, and you just got to create content that people want. But also at the same time, you know, there's a huge um, what's the best way to say it? there's a huge uh, 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 content or concept out there where, you know, if you don't look like the majority of you don't look like people, people automatically don't pay attention or, or discount what you have to say. You know, so that's a tough part also.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just share this and I'll say shout, shout out to the Racket app and shout out to Podcast. Because they they did a giveaway, I think it was like a couple of months ago, and I got notified the other day that I won. I won two hundred and fifty dollars, so that was pretty cool. Dang. So there you go, bro. Yeah. There you go. I, I mean, because one, like one, that, that, I think another piece of the advertising, and this isn't you know me just calling out anybody, but on on one side, yes, there there is just the fact that some shows are putting out great content. Some shows should be getting some advertising dollars, or could potentially be getting some advertising dollars based on the way that their content is produced independently, right? I'll put that out there. But then the other part is, and I'm putting it out there because I guess I'm projecting, because I was guilty of it. When some opportunities come out and they say you can apply for this podcast fellowship, or you can apply <laughs> to potentially get this money, or you can apply- for,
0: I know where you're going with this. You should apply.
1: Because at first I was like, I'm not going to yes. apply. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to apply. But then I, yeah. applied the, I applied to the podcast and I went and I downloaded the Racket app and I started just doing some audio and then I happened to win. Hey, I told a yeah. few people to, to promote me on the on sharing out the content and I happened to win. So I won. But we can't sit back and say you should give me money, but you're not taking any action towards what could be generating money or revenue for you in terms of advertisements or, you know,
0: whatever it might be. So that goes with my show, um, with one of the M's on my show. So remember I talked about money and mission, but it's the third one, mindset, right? Like, how are you saying no to yourself when the question wasn't even posed to yourself? Like, it was you were going to ask somebody else a question, and you just said no to yourself. So it's like, like you said, like, if there's an opportunity out there, why say no before they actually said no to you? So there are all of these opportunities right now. Yes, it's extremely competitive, but even the process of looking at the application, the process of performing the application will make you a better candidate because oftentimes these applications want to know what's your bio, what's your show about, what's your, all of these different things are making you become better at understanding what's required to make a show that's going to be attractive to a lot of these programs like what you talked about. So. I think it could be better, but also at the same time I think your story is is right on par. Like, yo, we got to be out there applying. Who are, what, you know, whatever background we come from, but particularly if they're looking for people from certain uh, communities, you got to be out there talking, applying, networking um, so that you can get, you know, some of these dollars cuz th- like you said, like we say by 2028 is going to be, you know, over, you know, close to 100 billion dollars in advertising money. Close to 100 million. billion dollars. You know what's crazy though, is you think about what the video Video realm is going to be. I wonder what that number is going to be, but there's money. There's plenty of money to go around, folks. There's plenty of money to go around. So,
1: and and speaking of speaking of just where the podcast industry is going, and ju- just to just so everybody gets the the stat, and and this is from uh, GlobeNewswire dot com, and it says the Global Podcasting Markets Report twenty twenty one market is estimated. So it says the global podcasting market size is estimated to reach usd 94.88 billion by right. 2028 expanding at an estimated c a g r of 31.1 percent from 2021 to 2028 And it's talking about like compounding uh o- over time and one thing that i just i saw today is that youtube youtube.com forward slash podcast it's not up right now but they're their youtube is not going to be beat okay youtube is is finding a way to where you know they can put certain things in place certain parameters to where they can create another avenue for podcasters to be able to generate revenue because of course it's going to help them generate traffic and help them generate more revenue which is fine right if you're helping somebody make money and you make money through the process yeah that's business so it's just it's just getting really interesting in this podcasting space and i keep yelling at people i'm like if you're a speaker, if you're a coach, you're a consultant, you need to start a podcast because you can build your authority. Just like, just like you said, doc, you get to build your own table and then you create right. seats for other people
0: to come and sit at. It's-, <laughs> it's giving you headaches, right? Here's my prescription for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, pres- <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it-
1: <laughs> that's funny. I just, I, <laughs> I got you, <laughs> but it's it's, it's the fact that Look, it's it, it, it's the fact that you're all in on your podcast because you've seen what it did for you personally and professionally, right? Personally and on the business side, I'm in it, so we're gonna win. I'm just trying to bring more people with us. We're gonna we're we're winning right now. Like you said earlier, we're up. I'm up, but I want I want some other people to be up with me. If you're not gonna hear me, that's on you. But I'm trying just to encourage people. That's why I keep yelling out these stats. 94.88 billion? What if you had
0: half of a percent of that? You would be good. Speaking your own stuff, elevating folks that you want to elevate, building your own table. Yeah, man. It's exciting. I think it's really exciting. And, um, you know, it's funny how I got into podcasting. I got a used car. Me and my wife bought a used car. And this used car still had XM radio on it but um after like three months like the xm satellite subscription you know sometimes in some cars it's free right like they forget to take it off Uh so mine uh had had gone off and then me and my wife were looking at the price because i would always listen to like the comedy channel or i'd listen to like whatever the rap and hip-hop station was and then it finally like just faded away and i was looking at the price the subscription fees and i was like man i ain't paying this like i don't even listen to this that much right And then I just kind of started listening to podcasts and I was like, okay. And then that became the main thing that I would listen to driving into work. And then all of a sudden you just start listening. Like, man, is there a way I can listen on my phone? You listen on your phone. And then it kind of went from there. Um, And I tell people that, listen, like (laughs) this is the time right now to jump in with uh, putting your truth out there with, if you're a speaker, like there's this one speaker who I helped start a podcast and he was having a hard time. He would put most of his stuff on YouTube or sorry, on Facebook. He would do Facebook lives. And he was like, man, like I'm having a hard time with, with podcasting. I'm, I think I'm going to rip the audio from this and make a pod. And I'm like, you thinking too hard about this. Do you thinking way too hard about this? Like whatever you're doing is your <laughs> podcast. He was like, what do you mean? I was like, no, like when you do your Facebook live, treat it like it's your podcast." that's it. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, no, like rather than treat your Facebook lives like it's a Facebook live and start acting like it's a Facebook live, treat it like this is a podcast that just happens to be on video. And he was like, oh, I get it. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And I was like, yeah, like you don't have to think of any additional work to do. Just say that this is your podcast and this is the primary way in which you're going to start talking with people. It just happens to be on video. And since then, his like clients have actually tripled. Because he comes off as more authentic on the videos, on the video standpoint, because he's actually just talking from an audio perspective. It just so happens he's videoing himself. So, yo, Mr. Jonathan, like, I, I just, I think we're in a really good position right now. It's not perfect, um, but I do think that we are in a good place. I hope the listeners, you know, really start to understand that. You know, it's really about just engagement. Just engage with your podcast host, your favorite podcast host, man. Mr. Jonathan is ready to listen to everything that he you. I got to say, send him back. Let him know what you think. Let him know that this guy, Dr. Nee, sucked. You know what I'm saying? Let him know. <laughs> you know, this is what he's looking for. This is how he gets better.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do some feedback episodes. You, you gave me that yeah. tip, Dr. Nee. I'm, I'm gonna do some feedback episodes. That'd be, that'd be super cool. Uh, you know, to be able to. To be able to do that and speaking of speaking of feedback episodes we're 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 going to get ready to dive into this this uh, rapid fire but before we do i always like to just ask who is one slept on podcaster or podcast that you think more people need to know about
0: hmm. i'd have to say the black guy who tips podcast i think the way in which they podcast is the way in which i would want a podcast and you can tell they have like a road uh what do you call the road uh roadcaster pro like they they inserting their commercials as oh, they're yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. they are inserting other things like music as they speak their relationship with their listeners are amazing to the point where their listeners are creating like intro rap songs for each segment of their show um the ability for them to take chances on certain topics is phenomenal like they talk about covid they have a section on covid and they just speak their their truth about it and although they're laymen you know there's times when i'm thinking about it, i'm like oh man you guys got really good perspectives you know, on COVID-19, even though you guys aren't medical professionals, right? And they're consistent. And um, so I think that a lot of people um, would benefit a lot. They don't just talk about black issues. Like this is literally a show that is just from their perspective. And it is amazing. So anybody who's out there who wants comedy, who wants a little bit of some seriousness, who wants a little bit of just some, you know, fun, like this is a really good variety show that I think a lot of people sleep on. They need more listeners, man. And the fact that Bomani Jones took the the host to be a writer for his show on HBO that tells you something right there.
1: Man, yeah, that, that I'm, I'm I'm checking them out. I'm checking them out. I'm gonna I'm gonna subscribe as soon as we as soon as we hop off. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a listen to today. I'm gonna give him a listen today for sure. Oh, yeah, you got me excited about it because I'm like, I wanna. That sounds like a show that you know I want a
0: podcast like them. Too. <laughs> oh yeah, we all. That's my dream. I'm telling you, it's where it's at.
1: They they where it's at.
0: Uh, fair enough.
1: Fair enough. Now we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and transition into this rapid fire segment. I like to call this or that. Okay, this or that. And you're gonna say right, let's one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Or man. the other. So I got
0: I gotta I gotta choose. I gotta choose. You gotta right? choose.
1: You gotta be decisive right. here. Yeah, you gotta choose. Okay. All right. You know, this ain't like have you seen Drink Champs? Yeah,
0: I've seen Drink I- Champs. I was about to say yeah. this
1: ain't like Drink Champs. I'm gonna make you take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what was real about why is the microphone pointed down? They always do that. I don't know. He's always like, hey no, turn it turn it down, put the mic down. Norris always like, put it down. I don't know. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to eventually find a way to get him on this show. Eventually, he's gonna come on this show and I'm gonna ask him. If he why does, do you put the microphone down and he's gonna blow our mind. I wonder
0: if the gain, I wonder if the gain is so high that they do that because if if it was up, then it would catch all their breathing and all that stuff. I wonder if that's the case. Uh. Because it's such a big room. Right. And like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. I'm just putting out stuff. I don't know.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask Nori and I'll, I'll let you know. I'll tag you in the post when I, when I get Yo, it. Tell him
0: I'm from Lefrak because I'm from the same area he grew up in, Lefrak City in Queens. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. was there around the same time I was growing up, but he was several years older than me.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That's super dope. That's super dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's
0: do this. Let's do this.
1: Ice cream cone or snow cone? ice cream cone. Okay. What, what, what flavor ice cream? Chocolate, bro. Okay. Fair enough. Cake or pie? Cake? I can't yeah, say pie. Yeah, you from up north. You from up north for like real. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> would, you, would you rather new clothes or a new phone? Damn. <laughs>
0: I'm a tech guy too. Uh, new clothes.
1: Okay. Big party or small gathering? Pre-COVID or after COVID? <laughs> hey, that's on you. <laughs> Small gathering, small gathering. Fair enough. High tech or low tech? High tech. What's worse, laundry or dishes?
0: Laundry, because you (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) fold. Yo, you put on the rack. It's dry. You good, yo?
1: (laughs) That's true. That's true. And last question: podcasts or audio books?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. But no, nah, I'm going to go podcast all the time, man. Although I listen to Will Smith's po- uh, audio book. woof fire. But I'm going to still go podcast.
1: Did you know they have a Bel Air podcast?
0: No, I didn't know that. Really? Like
1: for the new show. It's and like a Jazzy recap? Jeff is the host.
0: It's like a recap show?
1: I haven't listened to it yet. I've been watching Bel Air, and I didn't want to listen to it just yet. But I'm interested to see. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to listen to it. I'm I'm going to check it out. I'll let you know.
0: Thanks for putting my rate. I'm going to check it out, yo. I heard the yeah. show is fire, though.
1: Have you seen a new one?
0: nope but i heard that it's uh it's crazy
1: it's 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 an elevated version of fresh prince and it's very relevant now that's the best <laughs> way i can put it without that's the best way i can put it without spoiling anything
0: okay yeah but i
1: mean okay. but yeah so you 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 made it through that that, that man that, that's it that that's that's everything i'm about to hit the people with this quick commercial and then i'm gonna come to you for your final final thought final thought um So, uh, everybody out there, if you're a speaker, you're a coach, you're a consultant, and you're tired of speaking for free and you want to start being able to get a way to get your fee, I want you to go to getpaidwithpodcasting.com. That way you can sign up for the free training that we have going on right now. so I'm tired of seeing struggling speakers sending cold emails, sending cold DMs, doing cold calls. It's just a struggle. I've been there. Go to getpaidwithpodcasting.com and there you can sign up for the training. Dr. Darko. Now I want I to, first I want you to let people know where they can find you and follow you. And then I want you to give us your final thought.
0: Yeah. If you want to learn everything about me or anything about me, go to my website, drneedarko.com. That's D-R-N is a Nancy, dot ocom And then if you want to just connect with me anywhere on social media, I'm at drnidarko.com. Or excuse me, at drnidarko. Sorry about that.
1: There it is. There it is. Now, now, now your final thoughts you want to lay on the people. I mean, cause you came on, this was a great, this was a great conversation. I enjoyed the conversation. I just want you to know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at interviewing. So I, I, this, you made it a hundred percent easy. So give yourself props, bro. Oh, wow.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that. But you're, you're, you're good at carrying conversation as well. You're good at carrying a conversation. <laughs> Thank that's you not, much. that's not easy. People don't realize that that's not always easy. It's not always easy.
0: It's really tough. Yeah. It's really tough. I agree
1: with you. Agree. Yeah, so now now for for now to you
0: for the for the final word for the people to take us out. Yo, my final word to everybody is just start. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, just start, right? Like one is better than zero. And I tell people who want to do anything in their life when I'm giving advice to people who are trying to become doctors or people who are trying to become lawyers or people who are wanting to start their own podcast, like if you're trying to be perfect and you never start, then what good, like you're not in the game and just being able to just start one time and then do it again and do it over and over and over again is the best teacher that you can have out there. So I always tell people if they're nervous to do whatever it may be, I'm just I just tell them, just do it. Just start. It's OK If you make a mistake. You just keep going. And at least you learned and you knew what to do. But if you wait and you make charts and all these different things about how you're going to start. Right. Like how much energy does it take to do that? You ain't never going to start. So I just say, just get out there and start. you will be surprised at how great you are just by getting out there and doing the work.
1: Just start. Dr. Darko, thank you for for taking the time to bless the podcast. You know, we we enjoyed We enjoyed having you.
0: My man, it was great. Um, Like I said, I feel like honored to be on your show. I've seen the people that you've had on your show before and uh, you're doing great things. And I'm glad that you're still in this game, you know, almost five years later now and you're thriving. And um, I like I said, I appreciate, you know, you having me on this show and keep doing the great things that you're doing, man
1: most definitely most definitely and and we're out of here so until next time family remember this is the your podcast mentor show where we help you establish your platform so that you can profit on purpose from your podcast till next time peace and god bless